John chapter 11 from verse 1 onwards. Please pray this prayer after me. Lord, open my eyes to see your truth. Lord, open my ears to hear your truth. Lord, open my mind to receive your truth. Lord, open my heart to keep your truth. Let me be a doer of your word and not a hearer only. Let me bring forth much fruit to the praise and glory of God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. John chapter 11, and I will read from verse 1 onwards. John chapter 11 from verse 1 onwards. Now a certain man was sick, Lazarus of Bethany, the town of Mary and her sister Martha. It was that Mary who anointed the Lord with fragrant oil and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was sick. Therefore the sisters sent to him saying, Lord, behold, he whom you love is sick. When Jesus heard that, he said, This sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the Son of God may be glorified through it. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. I want to go back from verse 1 and I'm going to read, go back to verse 1 and I'm going to read from verse 1 again. Now a certain man was sick. And this man's name is given, Lazarus. And his place, hometown is given, Bethany, the town of Mary and her sister, Martha. Two sisters are there. Lazarus is the brother of Mary and Martha. Verse 2. It was that Mary who anointed the Lord with fragrant oil and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother, Lazarus, was sick. It also shows what she had done to Jesus. Her good deeds, moved by the Holy Spirit, is noted here in God's word. This is this Mary, whose brother was sick. So this Mary, who had done such a good deed and who really loved Jesus, her brother got sick, not someone else out there. This is a family that is close to Jesus and her brother was sick. Therefore, the sisters sent to him saying, Lord, behold, he whom you love is sick. Look at the description. Lord, you love this family so much. You love us so much. We want to let you know that Lazarus, whom you really love, is sick. The expectation is Jesus will get up and come right away and come and heal Lazarus. When Jesus heard that, he said, This sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the Son of God may be glorified through it. Now there is a word from God, a prophecy. A word from God that is given to the sisters who sent this message saying that, Your brother is not going to basically die. The sickness is not going to lead unto death. But this is for the glory of God, that the Son of God may be glorified through it. That he's not going to die. This guy who is really sick, that you're coming and letting us know that he's sick. Jesus says, he's not going to die. This is going to be for God's glory. When the people got the message, what do you think they would have gone? What would you think they would have done? They would have taken the message, and they would have gone back with what? 
the prophecy is he is not going to die. Whatever sickness he has is for the glory of God. Jesus didn't talk about death. He said, this sickness is not unto death. He's actually saying that this guy is not going to die. Now they got this word and they went with so much hope. Verse 5, now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. The Bible says so clearly, Jesus really loved this family very much. Knowing how much Jesus loved this family, he did something that's opposite to what people would usually do. What did he do? So when he heard that he was sick, he stayed two more days in the place where he was. Opposite to what anybody would do. You get the news that this family that you really love, one of the family members is very sick. This guy is going to die. Emergency. Jesus loved him so much. But he didn't go. He also said something. He said that this guy is not going to die. And this is going to be for God's glory. But look what happened here. He delayed there. He stayed there because he had work to do. There were more sick people there that he had to take care of. And he was healing them all. And he did his work there. He stayed there for two more days. Then after this he said to his disciples, let us go. To Judea again. After two days were gone, he's telling, let's travel back and go to Judea. The disciples said to him, Rabbi, lately the Jews sought to stone you, and are you going there again? They always forget who is master and who is the disciple. The disciples always do that. They all the time forget and they try to get up and say, Lord, I think you don't know this. We are giving you some information that you don't know. That's wrong. But they always think that they know more than Jesus, like people usually do, right? Always we think that before a person can finish the sentence and half the sentence go, we wouldn't have even heard the rest of the sentence. By the time we think we got the answer, you know, when I used to teach in school, the kids, whether it was kindergarten kids or fifth grade kids or sixth grade kids, before I could finish the sentence, there are kids who will have their hand like this. But then they know that the teacher is going to ask the question. Those are kids who always want to talk, be seen and heard. So before the question comes, they'll raise their heads. Meanwhile, they don't have the answer. Then they'll scratch their head and they'll try to make some things up. And there are some other kids who hear half the question, they won't hear the rest. They'll raise up their hands. They'll raise their hands up right away and give wrong answer. We have to be slow. The Bible says slow to speak. Swift to listen. And slow to wrath. If we can follow this thing, you'll become more than a conqueror. (laughs) That's a big thing to conquer. But when you get a hold of that, You can really do big things for God. So these disciples, they're telling Jesus, Oh Jesus, that area is a danger zone for you and you want to go there. Jesus answered, Are there not 12 hours 
in the day. If anyone walks in the day, he does not stumble because he sees the light of this world. But if one walks in the night, he stumbles because the light is not in him. These things he said, and after that, he said to them, Our friend Lazarus sleeps, but I go that I may wake him up. Now, Jesus Christ is talking heavenly language here. These guys are just blurting some things, and they don't know what he is saying, what he is going to say, and whatever he is saying, they can't even understand. They are not in any place to receive. And Jesus is telling them, there are 12 hours in a day, and we are going through the day. What is Jesus trying to say? He is the light of the world. When he goes, there's light. And darkness cannot overpower that. He's talking about the prince of the air, the past of darkness, the past of the night, cannot overtake the son of God who is light himself. Until that appointed time comes, no one can touch Jesus Christ. But these people didn't know that. They'll say the wrong thing at the wrong time, as usual. They did here also. But look how beautifully Jesus handles that and how gently he answers that. Very different from a lot of the masters out there who will answer. They'll say, who do you think you are? I am the Lord and you are my disciples. Close your mouth, they would have said. But Jesus was so gentle. He's explaining in a way that would make them think. But you know these disciples, they really didn't think much. Once they said, they said, huh? They didn't go and ask questions. What are you saying, Lord? No. They just kept quiet. And Jesus now, he moves on to the next sentence. Very important. He says, our friend Lazarus sleeps, but I Go, that I may wake him up. He's talking heavenly talk, God talk. Because death is when you cannot come back. That's what death is. In the eyes of the world, Lazarus is dead. In the eyes of the world, the prophecy that Jesus gave went wrong. He said, The sickness is not unto death, but he died. Medically, he died. That's the truth. He died. But in God's language, in God's kingdom, because there was going to be this resurrection that is going to take place, Jesus did not see death because he was going to raise him back up. He's saying this very important truth to these disciples, but they're not able to get it at that time until he actually showed it to them. Many times we can be like that. When God speaks important things, when God says things, it may just go right over our heads. We're not able to understand. We're not able to receive. We're not able to get it until God actually brings it right before our eyes. That is the love of the Lord Jesus Christ. That he may believe what he can do. That he is the resurrection and life. For us to actually see the resurrection and life, he demonstrated it right in front of their eyes. Now we see here, this is something that he did before he raised himself from the dead. So let's see here, verse 11. These things he said, and after that he said to them, Our friend Lazarus sleeps, but I go that I may wake him up. It's a very important sentence here. Jesus has to go all the way from where he was to where Lazarus was in order to wake him up because he alone had the power to wake him up from where he was. Whatever your situation may be, 
Know this. The time that Christ has to come and do a miracle for you. The travel time. It may look long. It may look like he forgot about you. It may look like, what did he say and what's happening? And it's opposite to what he said. And all kinds of things may go into your head. Always remember. He alone has the power to wake you up, wake your loved ones up, wake up whatever is dead in your life. The dead shall arise at the sound of your voice. If he has determined to raise Lazarus up, death cannot hold Lazarus in the grave. It cannot. It cannot. Then his disciples said, Lord, if he sleeps, he will get well. Again. Again, they have to say something. However, Jesus spoke of his death, but they thought that he was speaking about taking rest in sleep. Again, they think that Jesus doesn't know. They know. Then Jesus said to them plainly, Lazarus is dead. And I'm glad for your sakes that I was not there, that you may believe. Nevertheless, let us go to him. It's a very important scripture here that the Spirit of the Lord is speaking to our hearts today. You know why Jesus wasn't there? It's for these fellows to believe. They've seen so many miracles. They've seen Jesus do so many things. But Jesus said, in order for you to believe, there's also a whole group of other people who need to see also. But Jesus' goal was his disciples because these are the guys who are going to turn the world upside down one day. As Jesus spoke about Lazarus and he spoke about his sickness and he said this sickness is not unto death but he knew what he was talking about and they didn't understand many times we can misunderstand what God is speaking we can misunderstand the time period or we can misunderstand the statements and we misunderstand what the Lord is saying and we can put our two cents in it and we can say okay this is what God said this is what no always know that God has a bigger picture is a way bigger picture than what you can think. And as the disciples needed to see Lazarus dead, before Lazarus can come up from the grave, this church had to see this Lazarus dead. The same God who went and stood before Lazarus. You know, Lazarus was dead. He was dead. His body was there in the grave. And if you look at the story, you can read the rest of the story. You'll see Jesus goes there and he calls Lazarus who was in the grave four days. And his sisters are saying, oh Lord, the body is going to stink, Lord. It's going to stink, Lord. It's really going to stink because it is going to stink. That's why he's in the grave because you can't keep him outside. Didn't Jesus know that? When God does a miracle... There will be no smell of death when the dead is raised from the grave, even if it is after four days. Even if it is after four days. This is who our God is. Our God is greater. Our God is stronger. Our God is higher than any other. 
death itself. So when you look at Lazarus, Lazarus was dead. Lazarus was in the grave. Let's just go to that scripture. Let's just go here all the way to verse 25, 26 and 27. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. Whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? This is very important. When you read verse 25, look like as if it's a contradiction. Well, he says, whoever believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. But didn't Jesus say that he's not going to die? Didn't Jesus say sickness is not unto death? Then why did he die? Verse 26 has the answer. He who lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? God is talking about those who believe in Christ, in God Almighty. They will never die. For us, death is like going to another place. The only thing is, it's a far better place. Far better place than where we are. And when you look at Lazarus, Lazarus was moved from one place to another. He was Jesus' friend. And he was someone who believed in Jesus. And this Lazarus, when he lives and believes in him, he shall never die. That means when he closed his eyes, which people call death, he was sleeping. He was only sleeping because Jesus was going to raise him up. The real death is when the soul of a person that sins dies. When that conscience dies, you know that that person is dead on the inside. But for people who have God, for people who have Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, for us, we will live forever and ever and ever. We will live forever and ever and ever. Our God is alive. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. The God of Lazarus is our God. He's our God. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. What he did 2,000 years ago, God is doing right now in our midst. There's a reason. There's a reason for Jesus' delay. Because he wanted his disciples to believe in him. He wanted Mary and Martha to believe in him. Even though they had faith. Now what is he doing? He is bumping their faith up to a whole new level. They believed that Jesus will heal. That's why they said, Lord Jesus come heal. But now their faith is pushed to a whole new level. Jesus can raise our dead brother back to life. Hallelujah. Because he is powerful. Nothing is more powerful than our living God. Nothing is more powerful than our living God. So this month is a very good month. We have had a good takeoff. Very good takeoff. Very good takeoff. And our God will be glorified all the more. Having seen death, we will see the resurrection that God will do right in front of our eyes. Right in front of our eyes. 
God didn't do Lazarus' Lazarus's resurrection somewhere in the little house that Mary and Martha lived. If he would have done that, only they would have known. God did it out in the open. He brought him out of the tomb. Now you had people who loved him, people who hated him, people who criticized him. All those people were right there in front of the grave to see, what is he going to do? And he showed himself to be more powerful than death itself. The devil said, hey, look, I took the friend of Jesus down. Look at me. And Jesus said, have it just for four days. Four days. I'll come and show what I'll do. God is coming. Our God is coming. We will see the mighty hand of God move in a mighty way. This is who our God is. There's nothing that's too difficult for the Lord God Almighty. He's all-powerful, all-glorious, excellent in doing. His timing is very glorious. His timing is very glorious. Many good things are going to come this month. She said to him, Yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, who is to come into the world. Do you believe this? Do you believe this? Jesus is asking her this question and she says, Yes, Lord, I believe. What happened there? Even before the miracle happened, there was a bigger miracle that took place within Martha. What was it? A revelation. The revelation is, this is the Son of God. You know, in order for God to do big things, our faith is important, very important. We must believe that He can do all things. We must believe the one who is in our midst is greater than what is staring at our face. We must believe the one who is in our midst can do all things. Hallelujah. God can do all things. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Now, verse 40. We have some more time. Verse 40. Jesus said to her, Did I not say to you that if you would believe, you would see the glory of God? This is direct connection to faith and the glory of God. This glory of God that needed to be revealed, it was already part of God's plan. Jesus already said this, that this sickness is not unto death, but it is for God's glory. It was already part of God's plan. But the sister's faith was necessary in order for that to happen. In order for that to happen, God is speaking to the sisters and he says, if you believe, you will see the glory of God. You know, the glory of God will be revealed. But if you want to see it, you must believe. If you want to see it, you must believe. 